think I took some information from some people for statistic purposes, and as I was studying to get this ready, then I took their statistics, and then I put my scriptures to it and so on, and I got it from Brian Ross and John MacArthur that I thought that really kind of spoke to my heart, and I thought it'd be good for us right now. Title of the message is, How Did We Get Here? What's going on? Does anybody doubt that we're living in a wicked, evil world today? I mean, you can't help but see it. I showed the verse last week. Uh, Galatians 1.4 says this here, who gave himself for our sins, that he might deliver us from this present evil world according to the will of God and our Father. States in Ephesians 4.18, having the understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God, through the ignorance that is in them because of the blindness of their heart. And that's what's going on today in our, in our world and our country. Today we see TV, we see the news, we see the injustices uh, all around the world and in our country on both sides and all sides. Uh, this year we've seen the storms, the hurricanes, the fires, the volcanoes. The locusts, did any of you read about the locusts overseas? It was unbelievable. And it just seems like uh, earth, nature itself is kind of escalating, going up at this time. Society and culture seems to be teetering on collapse. Uh, we're fighting from being a republic to being socialistic, and that's a battle that's raging in our country. We're seeing more and more departure uh, from the truth, even from those who once held the truth, uh, they're kind of beginning to compromise and leave the truth of the Word of God and doing away just about with marriage and family, promoting gay marriages, transgenders, abortions, women preachers, relativism instead of God's absolute truths. And we see that going on a lot. To us older people, this is not the America we grew up in, uh, things are so different and seemingly unraveling right before our very eyes. We see the Democrats versus the Republic, Republicans, the blacks versus the whites, the moral versus the immoral, freedom, freedom of speech versus being controlled, and all everybody's at each other's throat, it seems like. We've also seen an erosion of biblical values Godly leaders, a lot of godly leaders have gone off the scene and there's just hardly anybody stepping up in those shoes to kind of lead that people would look toward that. Atheism is gaining ground at an alarming rate in this country. It just boggles the mind. We've seen the advancement of Islamic Sharia law in many states, uh, especially North, Michigan, and so on. Uh, where it just goes along with the law now, and they have that. We've seen abortion, approval of it being advanced by some of the first president direct orders to be able to kill babies a day before delivery. And that's when 74% of our people says, states that it ought to be limited. And, but yet they go on with that. We see defunding of the police. Yet last year, we had 574 riots. We had 2,000 policemen injured. 
In one incident alone, they did $70 million worth of damage. <laughs> That's amazing. We've seen all of that, and then we see, uh, is it Antifa, whatever it is? And it seems like they're in control. And they do just about whatever they want to do, and people bail them right out because of they believe that we need to tear our society down. We fear for our family's safety. Uh, we're not worried as old-timers. We worry more about our kids, don't we? And uh, we worry about them. As believers, we're becoming more of an unwanted agitator to other people, aren't we? Uh, we're beginning to be a crawl in their spot. <laughs> Uh, they don't like us a whole lot today because we want to stand up for absolute truth. What has seemed to be a finger finger in the dike has become a gaping hole. It just seems like it's letting everything in at this time. And the church doesn't seem to be able to respond in any meaningful way. As a result of that, that made, that's made the church susceptible to be finally silenced by those who despise the church. The body of Christ in America is just floundering, it seems like, without any authority, having very little impact. Overall, it continues to make itself as spiritual Israel, clinging to an earthly hope promised to a previous dispensation. Now, some of you got that, but most of you, I would think that you didn't. <laughs> But that's what's going on within Christendom. And I can't help but believe that in our hearts we know that God has turned America over to a sexual revolution, over to reprobate minds. So we know that our nation is under judgment. It's under the wrath of God. And we will be punished by those who rule over us. We just pray and hope for some mercy, but that's not guaranteed, is it? And you know, in Romans 1, it talks about giving them over to a reprobate mind, and so the people that do these things show that God's given you over to a reprobate mind. And we see that in our country today. Today, it seems like truth does not matter. Lies upon lies upon lies and we know who's behind that. He's the father of lies, the devil, right? And his system is helping to escalate this to epic proportions. It's hard to believe anybody about anything anymore because truth just does not matter to most people, and especially big tech companies. <laughs> That's the least that you would believe anymore after what we've seen happen. Truth is this here, is the entire universe operates on fixed truth. It follows laws of nature, science, gravity, thermodynamics, on and on it goes. And so these things it operates by. We have a world of people who rely on truth from electricians to engineers to pilots to math teachers to doctors to surgeons. And so they, they operate by truth, and that's so important. But when it comes to spiritual truth, 
spiritual morals. The lost, the unsaved people, sinners, are eager to agree with the absolutes of the physical world, but they reject God's laws, God's truths in the spiritual world. An example of that would be morally you can live an immoral life, you know, and live. You can do that if that's what you choose to do. But physically, you can't jump off a 10-story building and be alive. <laughs> you know, you just can't do that. And the problem, I think, is when we talk about spiritual truths that are true, spiritual truths are not always seen immediately. And at times it seems like people can live any old way that they want to. Haven't you ever asked yourself, why doesn't God do something? <laughs> How in the world does the world allow us to keep doing this? I mean, it's amazing, but we don't see what's behind the scenes. We have a God who's a God of mercy. And sometimes he does allow individual people to continue on in their sin. And since God doesn't just zap them <laughs> at that time, they think in their thinking that it's okay to continue on in that sin. <laughs> However, God knows everything. Payday someday. We reap what we sow. And we understand that truth. But even if they, they're not found out in this life, which most are, but if not, they're storing up for themselves more sins that they will have to answer for one day when they stand before God. Romans chapter 2 verse 5 says this here, But after thy hardness and impenitent heart treasures up, stores up unto thyself wrath against the day of wrath. So they might get by with it in this life, and we think they're getting by with it, but nobody gets by with any sin. There has to be an answer for that sin one way or another. Amen? I mean, that's just a fact. So we have an evil world that we live in, and then we have the COVID effect that's, that's up on us now and has been for now a year. Uh, we grieve, we mourn for those who have been lost. Uh, We've had people that we love, uh, we friends. We've had several throughout this whole course that's touched, I'm sure, many of us. And we've had that. But you need to understand some things about that. Here are some statistics. I think that's interesting. In Japan, in one month, they had as many suicides as COVID deaths all year. Because of the isolation, the loneliness, and the hopelessness. And of course, since they don't have God, they have no hope, right? Many have missed their normal medical care. And as a result of that, now they're having more physical problems because they haven't been in. They've been scared to go into the hospital or doctors because of COVID taking place. In many states, one-third of small businesses have been shut down. They've closed. Among black people, small businesses, half of them are gone, just gone now. 
because of COVID. We're told that 300 to 500,000 fewer babies are, uh, uh, were not born this past year. 300 to 500,000 fewer. Isn't that amazing? Because the parents say, I don't know if I want to bring up a child in our future. We don't know what the future holds. And so they've backed off. They've backed away from that. The previous year, they had 50,000 less. So it seems like it keeps building. But when you think about death, let me just mention this to you, that 42% of all deaths in our country are caused by abortion. And yet they're not out there railing and having a revolution for life. And that breaks my heart because that is the shedding of innocent blood. And we should never forget that. You have your nursing home situations uh, getting better now. We're grateful to that because of some of the drugs that they're getting. But it's been bad. Some have, I've heard, they have new death certificates. And you know what they call it? I thought this was good. John MacArthur had this failure to thrive. That's a new death certificate. They failure to thrive. I said, my goodness. But you're in the hospital or if you're in a nursing home, you have few or no visitors. You're cut off completely from life, in a sense, from family. Those people who need to be there right at that moment, they encourage you. And they're removed away. Another thing of COVID is the price kids have had to pay for lack of quality education. I mean, it's unbelievable. The Journal of Medi Medical Medicine said there's been a loss of education in years because of this. They said 24 million kids from ages 5 to 11 have been out of school. And you add that up, that's 5.3 million years lost of education. That's a lot. They said the single indicator of high school graduation today is fourth grade skill in reading ability. Can you imagine that? Fourth grade level in reading, they graduate you. That's mind-boggling. Only 60% 60, 60 of students are doing virtual school. And only one-third of those do school each day. That means... Out of all those kids, only 20% actually are doing virtual schooling. And I just was talking to one who said it's not the same as being there. That's for sure. The journal says we are sacrificing our very young to save adults. The CDC said survival rate up to age 70 is 99%. That's pretty good, people. They say from age 70 plus, survival rate is 95%. Now, it's bad when you catch COVID if you have preconditions that exist. Seemingly, COVID attacks existing diseases, making it more dangerous. We understand that. But let me try to ease your mind just a little bit, not to be naive. We know it's real. But... Notice that I thought this was interesting. According to John Hopkins Medical, they did a study on deaths. They said there's been hardly any change in the total amount of deaths 
in America. Isn't that amazing? Than in previous years. The CDC said the deaths of older people stayed the same before and up to now of COVID. Since it affected older people, they expected an increase in the percentage of deaths, and it did not happen. The deaths are the same from 2014 through 2020. Now figure that out. The Great Burnington Declaration, you can pull it up online, signed by 10,000 doctors, scientific medical people said lockdowns has caused short and long-term problems on public health. They recommend to allow those with minimal risk to live normally as they can to build up immunity. To destroy businesses, business people, schools, children, churches, everything else that is normal in life is an over reaction. Now that's the conclusion of 10,000 medical experts. Survival rate is good. MacArthur, he said this, I thought it was good, I took a few of his quotes out. He said, then why is our government doing this? He believes one out of fear, but he believes the big reason is power and control. Not interesting. He said, power has always been that which maddens people to greed, to change the system to fit them. That's interesting. He said, there's a collective group behind this and has done something that's never been done before. They've made this global. And that sets up the platform for Antichrist one day in the future to come because he will have a global government. That's true. He said with the higher power tech people, he said it's the first time in his life that they can shut down people globally. They can erase our existence because they know everything about every one of us. You carry a phone, they know about you. Amen? Now, I'm not being a theorist, you know, a theorist here. I'm not going there. We, he said this, we need to be aware of the fact we are not being told the truth. Notice this. The Red Cross did a study of their blood bank of October 2019. That's not last year, that's the previous year. And they found in 2% of that blood, they found antibodies from COVID. Interesting, isn't it? So here we are. We live in an evil world. We live in COVID madness. What in the world are we to do? Well, I wrote down some things here. Timothy begins to explain in the last days, he begins to explain and he gives in 2 Timothy 3, verses 1, I'll be there in just a second. 1 through 11, he begins to explain all the things, characteristics that will be taking place 
in the last days. And then he concludes the chapter. And notice the first verse right there. Yea, and all that will live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. That shows me right there, don't be surprised. That's my first point. Don't be surprised. You're a believer. How do you expect lost people to behave? Huh? You see, Satan's system does not want truth. Satan's system hates believers who believe in truth. In any way he can try to prevent us, our voice, he will work extra hard on. So, first of all, don't be surprised. Secondly, depravity will be let loose in the end times. But evil men and seducers shall wax worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. We know depravity will be let loose at the end times. The world has always been evil. It will always be evil. And just before Christ returns, it will be more wicked than ever before. So we shouldn't be surprised. Depravity will be let loose. You think of Chicago. It's unbelievable how many death shootings each week. And then they just recently, last month, they just passed another law about arresting, releasing them, all kinds of things going on. And I thought it was funny since that bill passed in that one month they had in Chicago over 200 carjackings. Now think that through, over 200 carjackings. It, it seems like depravity has been let loose. <laughs> and then thirdly, stay faithful to truth. It states, but continue thou in the things which thou hast learned and hast been assured of, knowing of whom thou hast Learn them. Stay faithful to truth. Now I'm going to say something that's important. Don't quit or give in to culture's pressures or culture's threats. Stop giving in to get along. Sometimes you need to grow a backbone. And you need to stand up for the truth. And if society says this and God says this, follow God. Amen. Amen. Stay faithful to truth. Number four, don't let down. It states, and that from a child thou hast known the holy scriptures, which are able to make thee wise unto salvation through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. Stay, now notice, don't let down those who have put truth into your life. Whether it's your parents or your grandparents or your pastors or your friends, your Sunday school teachers, whoever, stay true. They're counting on us now. I look back at the people who've influenced me and put the word of God in my mind, my heart, and I think of some of them, they were so faithful. And they've gone by the wayside now, not the wayside, they've gone to heaven but they've left the scene. Now, it's my responsibility for the next group. I don't want to let them down. And when I don't let them down, I don't let these people down. 
Okay? Don't let down those that have put that truth into you. Continue in your faith. And then the last thing is trust what God has said. Notice, all Scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, truly furnished unto all good works. All I can say in an evil world and a COVID madness and all these things coming down, just trust what God has said in his word. His word will never lie to you. It's always the same. Just trust it. It doesn't matter how many people say, oh, that's old stuff or whatever. It never changes. Amen? Notice these verses as I close. Psalm 12, 6 and 7. The words of the Lord are pure words, as silver tried in a furnace of earth, purified seven times. Thou shalt keep them, now notice, and preserve them from this generation forever. God promises, not only did he give the word of God, he promises he will preserve that true word throughout generations. He says in Isaiah 40, verse 8, The grass withereth, the flower fadeth, but the word of our God shall stand for how long? Forever. That's why you can trust it. I will worship toward thy holy temple and praise thy name for thy loving kindness. Now get this. And for thy truth, for thou hast magnified thy word above all thy name. That's how much he puts in his word. Being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible, by the word of God which liveth and abideth forever. So my last point was, trust what God has said. It never changes. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever in his essence of who he is and what he said to us. And the word of God continues that truth. And it's the word of God that we should cling to, especially living in an evil world and COVID madness. Stay true to the Bible. Now you say, which Bible? There's only one Bible. Amen. Yeah. You know, there. I heard uh, Tony say there that there are 450 other translations since King James Bible. Isn't that amazing? I wrote down a statement one time, and I want to quote it right now. This is my personal belief. If you don't believe it, that's okay. You're wrong. Don't worry about it. I, I'm kidding. No, this is my, my personal belief. There is a correlation with the decline of our society, the decline of the church's ability to cause moral conscience within society, and the decline of the church's power with the decline, get this, of using the best English Bible there is, the King James Version 1611. And you can mark that down and write that down, and you can trace it. It's true. It's true. 
You say, boy, these guys are fanatics around here. No, we're not. We're biblicists. We believe what the Bible says, the true Bible. Amen. I was thinking, going through everything, it's been, so, it's been such a downer to me. I'm just being honest with you. It's depressing. I mean, as a church, we want to get going. We want, and you still have to do this, do this, do it. And we believe if you, if you want to wear your mask, you, believe, you wash your hands, that's good. You know, keep your distance. Don't fall all over people. I said my Sunday school class, some people want to talk to you. They come up right here. I just want to, you know. I said, don't do that to me. <laughs> but anyway, uh, next time I'm just going to kiss them. Then they'll start falling over you. But <laughs> they won't come around me anymore, will they? But I, I'm just saying, and it's so depressing because we have programs we want to do and everything, and we can't do them. I'm so grateful to live stream. We have a lot of people watching right now. And for you who are on live stream, thank you so much for being faithful. Uh, this has been uh, a trial for your lives, but also for your church's life. And uh, we didn't even know how we were going to survive financially through this whole thing. But God, through people, have been wonderful. And they've helped us along. I don't believe this is going to end until probably summer. You know, that's just the way it is. Everybody wants to get back normal so bad. I do. Do you? Yeah, but you just don't know what's going to happen. And so all I can say is just stay close to the Lord. Stay prayed up. Stay in his word. And that will give you the encouragement that you need. Or if you, like me, have a wife who kicks you in the seat of your pants, say, let's go then you'll be okay too. Amen. That never happened to you. <laughs> Pants on fire. So, <laughs> but I want to say so much. I want to get on the world. What are you doing letting this happen? I want to stand up about the COVID thing and you go back and forth and you come to work and you can't do it, so we're trying to reach out in different ways, and it's been very, very depressing. But through prayer, through just sticking true, staying faithful, he said uh, there in that chapter, he says, continue in what you've learned. And that's the best thing we can do, right? Just continue on. Stay faithful, and God will help you get through all of this. I promise. Father, we love you. And I just said, I promise, I mean, you promise. <laughs> you always are there. You're the only one who can encourage our hearts. I think of David when the enemy came in and took all the women and children. Everybody was mad at him. He went and got along with you, and he encouraged himself in you. And, Lord, that's how we encourage ourselves. We encourage ourselves in you. We read your word. We talk to you. We try to live for you. And regardless of what's exploding all around us, just help us to stay steady, faithful, disciplined, trusting. Just keep on going. And I believe if we do that, you'll honor that and bless each family that does that. Thus, you bless the church in the long run. God, we just want to tell you today we love you. We grieve for those that have been lost we pray for the families but also on the other side 
we know some things that's going on and we do just trust you in jesus name and everybody said we hope that you received a blessing from today's broadcast we would love to have you to visit us in person you can watch us live and view past services on our website at gpnd.net for more information please visit our website or contact us by phone until next week May God richly bless you is our prayer.